भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ओम नमो भगवते वासुदेवाय ನಾರಾಯಣಂಸ್ಕೃತ್ಯಾಂಶಾಯಿಂಗಿರಿಂಗೀತಾಚಂಗ್ವಂದೇ Hare Krishna 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 Hare 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 Rama Hare Rama 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 Hare Hare Ah Why is the verse today? Bhagavatam I suffered a stroke in October uh, 2008, so I'll try to, uh, I think, yeah, you can read it. Do I read the Sanskrit as well? Sometimes in this house, in the sky, Gandharvapura, the conditioned soul drinks, eats, and has sex. Being overly attached, he chases after the objects of the senses, just as a deer chases a mirage in the desert. <clears throat> Purport. There are two worlds, the spiritual and the material. The material world is false, like a mirage in the desert. In the desert... Animals think they see water, but actually there is none. Similarly, those who are animalistic try to find peace within the, de- within the desert of material life. It is repeatedly said in different shastras that there is no pleasure in this material world. Furthermore, even if we agree to live without pleasure, we are not allowed to do so. In Bhagavad Gita, Lord Krishna says that the material world is not only full of miseries, but also temporary. Even if we want to live here... Amid miseries, material nature will not allow us to do so. It will oblige us to change bodies and enter another atmosphere full of miserable conditions.
Sometimes in this house, in the sky, in Narvapura, the conditioned soul drinks, eats, and has sex. Being overly attached, he chases after the objects of the senses, just as a deer chases a mirage in the desert. Which candle, which verse? Fifth candle, fourteenth chapter, sixth verse. Harion Jatsa. I saw. The uh, Srimad Bhagavad Puran uh, tells us uh, side by side about the uh, spiritual world and about the uh, material world. It's important that we understand while we're living here in the material world how uh, the material world is uh, presenting to us the illusion that we can be healthy whereas there's always some a mixed healthiness and distress the example is given like taking uh, sweet rice which is a very uh, delectable uh, preparation of rice and condensed milk and sugar but if you take that with uh, sand then the good good uh, taste of the sand will swell the taste of the uh, of the uh, uh, sweet rice. So somehow in the material world, there's always also some uh, suffering going on. Uh, so it's uh, not possibly fully satisfied, fully healthy in this material world. Uh, somehow we have fallen here from the uh, spiritual world where we can live eternally with the, in the kingdom of God with the personality of God in. Uh, and somehow we've fallen here in this uh, material world. And as a result, we're chasing after different halts uh, for happiness. But... It's not uh, completely uh, possible to be uh, happy or satisfied in this uh, material world. Therefore, uh, we get uh, frustrated. Uh, when I was in the hospital, at that time, we had uh, one hospital uh, that's run by ISKCON. That's called the uh, uh, Bhakti Vedanta's uh, Swami. Hospital. So they have a, a spiritual care uh, department, which uh, so some of the cases that come there are uh, suicide cases. In Indian families, the, the children often stay with the uh, parents. So with this one uh, son and daughter-in-law, they decide they are their separate. That's also not uncommon in the uh, modern context. Of course, in the West, most uh, 
our children leave from the parents. In this case, it was a shock for the parents. So the father thought, if my son lives separate, there's no use for me to live any longer. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, consume sleeping pills, go to sleep, I won't wake up. So he thought it would be very easy to die. So the wife thought, well, if my husband is going to also commit suicide, then I don't want to live without her husband, so I'll also uh, take uh, sleeping pills. So both they consumed a huge quantity of uh, sleeping pills and went to sleep. But the wife woke up in the middle of the night <coughs> coughing up sleeping pills. So the son uh, found the mother. What are you doing calling out these pills? So she revealed their plan. And he called the uh, ambulance and they had them taken to the hospital. They found uh, their stomach. And so the spiritual care department went to talk. said, don't you know that if you don't, if you commit suicide, this is a horrible thing? Uh, and talked to them, according to the Vedas, we take birth after birth in this uh, material world uh, until such time as we really want to go back to Godhead then we go to the kingdom of God so uh, but if we uh, commit suicide we don't take an immediate birth we remain on we have two bodies we have the subtle body and the gross body so we kill our gross body but in the subtle body mind intelligence and uh, a false ego we remain uh, as a, on a kind of a ghostly plane for some time until our normal uh, lifespan would be over so you don't really gain anything rather uh, you're frustrated so like this they are telling them don't know all these things that they said well we know that it was uh, sinful to commit suicide but we don't know what came over us so they convinced them please chant the name of God so they happened to be uh, uh, Hindus so they chanted Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna Hare Hare, Hare Ram Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare see if a Christian had come to the hospital they would have told him to chant whatever name he had faith in I chant the name of uh, Jesus Christo or Jesus Christ or if a Muhammad would come they'd chant the name of Allah chant the, they, the uh, spiritual care of these partners is in an area of the town where there's all the different uh, religions so according to how the uh, people are they uh, appropriately uh, I tell them to take it because basically our movement is not uh, a religion it's a spiritual movement so we don't mind anyone from any uh, religion can practice bhakti yoga this is a uh, we, we don't um, advise anyone uh, uh, that they have to like somehow reject their previous religious uh, training rather they should uh, uh, just take this as a kind of postgraduate study and uh, 
practice bhakti yoga. The, um, the main part of bhakti yoga in this age of Kali is to chant the holy names Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. But this is uh, the mantra uh, given in the uh, Vedas. However, one is, uh, may chant whatever a bona fide name of God that they are facing. That, that, so it's like uh, one time, like uh, Jesus said also in his Lord's uh, Prayer, that, uh, O God our Father, hallowed be thy name. The name of the Lord and the Lord according to Lord Chaitanya is not different. I was uh, fortunate before I came uh, to Krishna consciousness. I read the teachings of uh, Solomon, and he uh, based his uh, meditation on uh, the holy names of the God in Hebrew, like Adonai, Jehovah, and so on. So I was already a little bit uh, open to the name of God, uh, that this was a powerful medium. But at that time, I didn't know the Sanskrit names of the Lord. So when I met the Krishna conscious movement, uh, then I could understand that uh, there are also names in uh, different languages. And that Sanskrit being another uh, language, uh, the origin of Latin and origin of Greek and so on, that the names in Sanskrit are very powerful. So uh, I begin to chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. So like this, uh, all of us, we chant every day the names of our God had. We chant on our prayer uh, beads. By using the beads, we're able to use our sense of touch. In the meditation, we use the speech, the hearing, the touch. Of course, we also uh, chant jointly together in uh, a kirtan, where we clap, we dance, we play drums and cymbals. Uh, in the uh, Psalms, it also uh, describes that one should glorify the Lord with uh, cymbals and drums. I don't know the context, really. But um, this is the process that we follow. We glorify the Lord. Now, um, so side by side, we want to transfer the people back to home, back to Godhead, to the spiritual world. To do that, on one hand, we teach them that, well, this uh, material happiness is illusion. At the same time, we want them to experience personally the spiritual happiness of chanting. So you you actually get a, a, a happiness by chanting. If you don't chant, you won't realize it. But if you chant, you realize that you get happiness, which is uh, not at all uh, dependent upon the material uh, uh, situation, the material happiness, it comes and goes. So one has a choice 
in the Krishna consciousness, they can either uh, be a renunciant or they could be a, a householder. In a householder, they have a facility to enjoy, but that should be that should be regulated, that should be restricted, so that they, um, I mean, to some extent, so they can also experience the spiritual happiness side by side. Then they can see both of things. The um, those who take the renounced order. They are given up their uh, material happiness, but they engage in uh, devotional service. Of course, it says in this verse that even if you want to give up your thoughts to the uh, sun happiness, like the uh, renounced people, uh, we, have, we eat the Krishna Prasad. So Krishna Prasad also it tastes good, you like it. So, but, so that's a kind of material happiness. We don't drink alcohol, we don't, uh, uh, they announce uh, that they don't um, engage in our sex life, but they do have, they, they do eat. So, some happiness is there. And uh, you can't help it. But, so what we do is we eat prasadam. So this prasadam is offered to the Lord as a sacrament. So we eat only sacrament. We don't eat any material food. So most of them are not uh, renounced. I don't know, less than 1% are many uh, renounced and romanticized. Uh, 99 plus are uh, married or some of us are retired from their marriage life. So, but um, the idea is that everyone should uh, should see side by side what is it, how the material happiness, it gives you a happiness around a moment, but then there's also so much uh, difficulty that one has to face. So they should see that. They should have that experience. Um, In a Chalpati or Tendal in uh, Iskan, Bombay, uh, they have many young uh, professionals who want to uh, become devotees. But uh, they found that uh, sometimes they become devotees and then they think maybe I, le- I left behind some valuable aspect of life and so there is some uh, leaning back to the material world. So they, in their, in their temple, they have a system. Before you're allowed to join the ashram, you have to work for at least two hours, out, uh, two uh, years outside. So by that, they're allowed to come to the temple, but they work outside. So then they experience that working outside is not all a big bowl of cherries. That is all kind of Difficulties in uh, working outside, crazy bosses, and so many difficulties. So, anyway, whatever the happiness or difficulty is, you know, they can get to 25,000 rupees or 50,000 rupees or 
whatever it is. They can, they can estrange that. Then they take the side that they want to uh, uh, be uh, a, uh, a Roman shari. They want to try out the, uh, the uh, aesthetic life. They have the choice. But they, they can, at least that they've experienced what is the material life. Uh, there was one devotee, one lady came, she was, uh, she came telling me about Radhanaswami and uh, different things. She was doing some echo puncture uh, as well. So, uh, she told me that how she had approached uh, Radhanaswami that she wanted to get married. So he doesn't do anything. So then he called one of uh, Jogodi and said, you should, um, what do you think about marrying this girl? And um, so he was, uh, two nights, he was thinking whether I should get married, whether I should live in the ashram as an ascetic. So since the guru asked him whether he wanted to get married, well, then ended his uh, question. So uh, he's uh, taken up this, he has to light, but he, uh, health to Tamil and uh, so they have a nice system there where they have uh, they have the Grihastas they maintain the Tamil by the Varunshaj and Tamil they don't have to raise any funds they are fully uh, engaged in uh, the uh, preaching work so they had one hand 15 now they have about 60 uh, Varunshaj so that's a nice system. Anyway, I just got news uh, last night that Aranaswamy met the uh, president of India and the uh, uh, chief minister of Delhi and a number of other uh, uh, dignitaries in uh, Delhi for the launch of his uh, new book. So that's uh, a good thing for all of us that these... Uh, People in India in high positions are getting some association with Krishna consciousness. Hare Krishna. Jai Radhaswami Ki. One son. Prabhupada, I mentioned on the Christmas day that of Prabhupada, he uh, was asked by one of Father Emmanuel that, and what is uh, his position about Jesus Christ. So he said that uh, we consider Jesus to be our guru, to be our spiritual master, because uh, he uh, taught, he teaches God consciousness. So all those who preach God consciousness, who preach surrender to the Lord, who respect them as a guru, as our spiritual preceptors. So, like this, uh, Prabhupada was saying that he got a, a good reception, and, and this is all. Prabhupada, he didn't say one thing to one person and something else to someone else. I mean, his. He was uh, consistent. So, uh, 
we, we respect all the uh, spiritual teachers. At the same time, we have our own uh, tradition. Now, so Lord Chaitanya, he was uh, uh, 24 years he spent as a householder and 24 years he spent as an aesthetic. So, uh, this marks the uh, 500th anniversary of his taking the sannyas order of life or the renounced order. So, uh, he had a very loving mother, a very uh, beautiful uh, uh, wife. He had no uh, material reason uh, to leave, but in order to uh, preach God consciousness, he thought it was necessary for him to take a sannyas. So he took the sannyas ashram. So uh, this year, we're especially uh, remembering how he, although he was the incarnation of Godhead, he took the aesthetic life as a kind of um, example to all of us, as a sacrifice for our uh, liberation. So since he was the Lord, we don't like to think of him as taking this austerity. Aesthetic life is actually meant as a kind of austerity for the uh, for the uh, fallen souls to get back to God. But Lord Himself, He shouldn't have to take uh, this kind of uh, austerities and difficulties. But sometimes He does so as a as a uh, uh, example to us, he uh, he takes that. It said Krishna taught the Bhagavad Gita. He is the Lord. He taught the Bhagavad Gita, which it was uh, uh, the guideline on uh, uh, how you can get back to Him in a short context. But as Lord Chaitanya, it said. He's like the master who goes to the chalkboard and he writes on the chalkboard the uh, the different um, lessons. So he practically showed how to practice Bhagavad Gita, how to practice the Srimad Bhagavatam, how to practice Bhakti Yoga. Because all the Krishna told, you practice in this way, you think of me, to bow down to me, to uh, surrender to me. But they had come on less. Many had forgotten how to do this. So, how to surrender? So, Lord Chaitanya came, he's a Krishna, but he came as a devotee in order to teach how to be a devotee of the Lord. So, this is a very rare, uh, rare thing. That it said that Krishna only comes in one day of Brahma in like eight billion years. He comes once. And that was 5,000 years ago. And sometimes after Krishna, Krishna comes as Lord Chaitanya. So, not every time. So... That was uh, 524 years ago. So, it's a very rare occasion for us to have his uh, presence uh, so soon 
So uh, we have the great opportunity to uh, uh, follow the personality of Godhead who incarnated uh, 500 years ago and take up uh, this uh, process. Now, the process, as we said earlier, anyone can practice. It's not like we're saying that we're, that we're the only ones. Anyone can practice. If they don't want to chant the name of Krishna, I chant the name of Krishna, or chant the name of Allah, but somehow chant the name of the Lord. In this way, you will get the spiritual infusion. You see, in other ages, there are other processes. Like it's a criteria that I tell Vishnu that one should meditate on the Supreme Lord by meditation. That was a process called Satya Yuga. In Tritya Yuga, they did fire sacrifice. In Dravra Yuga, they did the uh, temple worship. But in this Kali Yuga, Kalotat Harikirtanat, in the uh, Kali Yuga, is chanting the Lord's names. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare Hare. Uh, this is the mantra we chant. This is uh, not a secret mantra, it's an ultimate mantra. Mantra literally means, Maun means the mind, and Cha means to deliver. So mantra is something that delivers the consciousness from the material to the spiritual. So, we uh, uh, recommend that everyone chant the Maha Mantra. But if you don't have, have faith in Maha Mantra, if you have more faith or attraction to uh, some other uh, name, then you can chant that, that name. That, uh, uh, that will also uh, have an effect. Uh, we had some a priest in the South uh, America, they were chanting uh, Hare Krishna. They were chanting uh, Jesus Christo, Jesus Christo, Christo Christo, Jesus Christo. They were chanting the name of Jesus Christ. And some of them, they thought, well, chanting Jesus Christo is very much like chanting Hare Krishna. Because our, our Prabhupada, our founder, he also said that the name uh, Christ is the same as Krishna, that a Christos in Greek is the uh, origin of the name Christ, Christ. and a Christos uh, comes from Krishna in India. Actually, in, um, in Bengal, it's very common that people say, oh, you're a Krishna devotee. So they say, Krishna. That means you're a Krishna devotee. So the, the name Krishna or Krishna is uh, very much interchangeable. So uh, somehow these uh, priests they thought that how uh, they could chant Jesus uh, Krishna. Why not chant Hare Krishna? So they tried it and chant Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Hari Ram, Hari Ram, Ram Ram, Hari Hari. And they found that they got more uh, bliss chanting. So they took it very uh, 
uh, inspirational, and they kept the chanting Hare Krishna. So Krishna means literally is uh, two uh, syllables, Krish and Na. So Krishna means all attractive, and Na means the source of all happiness. So who else is the all attractive and source of all happiness except for the Supreme Godhead? And Rama means the uh, Supreme uh, happiness. So, whether one chants in Sanskrit Krishna or Rama, uh, Vishnu means all pervasive. So, one time we were uh, doing a program in Bangladesh and I had like uh, 42 nations with me. So, I just took 15 uh, different languages. And we all said the name of uh, water. So there's Wasser and Hui and Akba, Akba. And like they did so in and Fani and Jal, water. So they all said the different names. Then we said, what is the different name of Rose? So they said Rosa and the different names in there. Golat and Rose. So then we said, say the name, say God. So the son said God, son said Dios, son you. So like that, they had the uh, different names of God. So we said the language may be different, but substance is the same. So it's just, it's just a linguistic difference. So we're chanting the name in a in Sanskrit, so some people like to chant in the original language. Sanskrit. So, otherwise, you chant in any name, any language. It's uh, it's it's the name of God. So it has all the power of the Lord. So this way we. And after that we had a big kirtan, and some had ten thousand, some twenty thousand, some fifty thousand people. So they all started chanting with us, Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Rama, Hare Rama, Rama Rama, Hare So uh, this is our uh, process uh, for this age. Uh, in, um, so I, I live mainly in India. So in uh, South India, we had, uh, we had all our... Uh, just coming now on the 14th of January is the Makara Sankranti. That's when the sun is set to go to the northern side. So, uh, they, of course, they, here they say uh, December 21st. A slight difference. So, they're, uh, they observe it as a Pongo. So, I mean, Pongal Day, I would uh, deliver a lecture, and we had, you know, we had about two or three thousand people. So, I told them, people, they could chant the name of God anytime. See, in uh, Chennai, Madras, the people wait for hours sometimes for the buses. The big queue. So if you are waiting in queue, don't waste your time. 
छने विराट हरे कृष्णा हरे कृष्णा 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 हरे 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 राम हरे राम 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 हरे सो ऐसे इन दस लाइन मेरे चार छेने हरे कृष्णा इन दस वास इन योर हाउस Then we pray that the Supreme Lord come down, enter into the uh, statue, enter into the, uh, the mortis, the deities, and accept our worship. Because we're not fair enough to see the Lord eye to eye. We're not fair enough to be able to uh, experience uh, God visibly, directly. So... He comes as these uh, worshipable, uh, worshipable uh, deities. So this is called the Archa Avatara, that the Lord uh, descends for the, uh, allow us to allow us to worship Him, to serve Him. So uh, what uh, uh, food we eat generally uh, is, uh, is offered to the Lord. At least uh, what to get out here, this uh, uh, which we call Pujari, this priest, he was giving uh, almonds and raisins and dates. So whatever is offered to the Lord, we uh, we take that as a sacrament offered to God, and so. Uh, technically, we shouldn't take more than we can eat. We shouldn't throw any away. We should eat whatever is there. Uh, except for the Guru, we should eat a little bit for his uh, disciples. But otherwise, we should eat. So, when we take a prasad, uh, please try to take whatever you can consume and not to throw any away. So, so there's always like a fight when they when they serve out in India the servers like to give you more and more and he says no no I have enough I have enough so there's a but to be a host you want, you want to give out so you're told that as a host yourself says no no you still give them if they put their hand you still give them if they if they Come roaring like a lion or a tiger. No, 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 no. Okay, then, then only you don't give them. So, so you have to know the rules. Otherwise, they'll pile your plate up, and you can't eat that much. And it's uh, it's a sacrilege. It's uh, offensive to leave. So they'll bust your belly if you don't watch out. So you. You have to either turn your plate over or you have to, I, uh, like a lion, no, 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 no. 
So, but I don't think in India, in, in, in here in LA, I don't think they're so aggressive. <laughs> if they say no, they're probably okay. But so I said I live in India, so in India, they said you have to know the rules. Sometimes the people go like this. It doesn't mean no. It means yes. <laughs> so you have to learn the uh, sign language, kind of, in different parts. And sometimes they they nod their head like this, and sometimes they go like this. So what they're actually saying? <clears throat> what? So I'll, I'll like to give you some time if anyone has any questions. No question, no doubts. Okay, here you go. Thank you, Maharaj, for a very nice class. Thank you. Uh, sometimes some people will uh, turn down religion because in some cases they might say, oh, you sound very negative. You know, your descriptions of, you know, the hell or your descriptions of the war is like very pessimistic. Do you have any positive side, any joyful thing? Because everybody's looking for joy. And some people, they're not familiar with that in religions, in, the, in some religions. Can you say something about that? Okay, well, interesting. In this material world, according to our desires, according to our karmas, we take repeated verse sometimes we get accumulation of, of that karma or negative activities sinful activities so much that <clears throat> there's a place called hell where you go in, uh, in the cell body you're so to speak tortured or whatever your experience in very unpleasant situations. Uh, you've heard of a lot of these dead karmas, our sinful activities. Sometimes when someone at the point of uh, death, they're in a coma, at that time, it's like the authorities of the, uh, again, the angels over this uh, a decision or like they have either there's they decide where you're going to go but there's no civil uh, birth relatives or they keep you in suspended animation for a while until such a, a family comes available otherwise they're like trying to decide what you should do what, what, what they should do with you in some cases, uh, they have like 26 standard healths, which are described also in the uh, 
out of Fifth Canto. But some are custom-made, the you know, architects which uh, work on these, that are custom-made for really hardcore sinners. So, uh, Jagai and Lanai, they were uh, such uh, hardcore sinners. And uh, they, um, the, um, the personnel in the Hellas Planet, which is headed by Yamraj, uh, they had uh, begun to design some a special held for them because they were they, they were uh, born in a priestly family. Their parents were like priests, but they decided that all they know about the um, about all the rules that one shouldn't do. They would take that as a guide. Okay. Today we'll break this rule. We'll break that. So they, they, they purposely tried to do as many sinful activities as they could. So we, we don't deny that there's a hell. There's also in the material world, it's someone's right fires. They go to the higher planets, which are considered a heavenly, a heavenly planets. But what we're trying to do is transfer people back the kingdom of God, not to heaven, not to hell. I mean, the kingdom of Godhead is for those who are God conscious, they go to the kingdom of God. So like our Lord Jesus, uh, he, he said, what is the use of uh, uh, losing our eternal soul for this material happiness? So, we don't want to lose our... We are, we are actually the Atma, we're the soul. We don't want to lose our eternal uh, opportunity to go back to Godhead, to serve the Lord, our face to face. So, this is really a, a postgraduate uh, study. We're, we're not, we don't preach about the hell much, we, because that's not our focus. That actually one can be healthy by chanting... Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare Hare. Like I had uh, mentioned earlier, I practiced uh, Hatha Yoga and I practiced uh, uh, Salman uh, mysticism and I practiced uh, uh, Christian doctrines and uh, different things, uh, Buddhism for a while, but. In Buddhism, there's no God, so I, 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 I didn't really feel uh, so I had half feel of that. But there was, uh, it made a lot of sense, the reincarnation and the uh, uh, karma, but there was no God. They, they, they didn't talk about it at all. So then someone gave me a, a pair of beads, and they said, go out and try to chant him. So I went out with these beads, and I was chanting in part. I chanted for six hours. I knew how to sit in your posture, so I was chanting. Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Adam, Ram, 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 Hare. And I felt so much ecstasy. I never felt so much happiness. I, I was convinced. Then I came back. I wanted to thank that devotee, but he was waiting uh, for me. He said, oh, by the mistake, I gave him the master's deeds. I'm not supposed to give those to anyone. So it wasn't quite the same after, but 
to some great extent was similar, but I got some special mercy by beginning a Prabhupada's deeds to Shannon. So whatever, so we're trying to teach people that in a spiritual life, there's a real happiness. And that's why, like, there's a, I think there's a book, there's a famous uh, saying by Prabhupada, by our founder, is chant and be healthy. So the idea was to show the positive side that people want to be healthy. That just like this verse said, the material healthiness is like an illusion. The, uh, the uh, deers are looking for the healthiness, but the, they're looking for the water, but they follow a mirage, but in the desert there's no water. So people think of the healthy. But the happiness they're looking for, they don't find. So when they chant, they can actually experience happiness. So that's why we want people to rather chant to experience the happiness. And then we talk about the negative aspects. It's a different style of our preaching. Our son, our groups rather focus on the negative a turn or burn, that kind of like hell and brimstone uh, kind of. That's not our, our system. Th- that's there, but that's not. That's not so attractive to the people today. What we're trying to do anyway, what we want to show is the, the positive side. That if you chant, if you serve, you actually experience happiness. So this is called Bhakti Yoga. This is the process of how any devotee of God, they can awaken the dormant love of God that's in their heart. So this process is known as Bhakti Yoga, or the Yoga of Love and Devotion. So the uh, great saints throughout history, you see that either they are chanting, they are hearing, they are remembering God, they are uh, serving God, so they are doing this uh, process of bhakti yoga, whether they knew it or they didn't know it, but they were doing it. So it's presented by Lord Chaitanya in a very systematic way, how to practice bhakti yoga in the modern age. So Prabhupada brought that to the West, so we're trying to show people, whether as a grihasta, as a knight, or as a renounced order, how they can practice the bhakti yoga. What's your name? Um, I grew up in Christianity and we, we attend church or chapel. And um, there was a lot of emphasis on uh, singing songs, and it was very nice, and, you know, praying like that. And um, we didn't do any chanting, but we had, like, song books and, and that. And um, I'm just wondering why, why chanting a mantra is recommended especially for this age over um, maybe just sitting and singing songs or reading scripture or, or things like that. 
avoid changing the monetary recovery? As, as, uh, uh, why is that specifically recommended over, um, you know, just singing uh, hymns and prayers and songs and, and reading scripture? And why, why is the mantra recommended specifically? Uh, well, during this uh, Christmas uh, season, I was hearing many of carols, high summer, God conscious summer, mundane, and jingle bell, jingle bell, there's no mention of God. Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer, I mean, there's no mention of God. But the sun silent night. You know, and so on, they're, they're much more uh, Christ conscious. So, I was thinking how, in one sense, it would be, uh, some of our bhajans are written in the uh, Bengali or the Sanskrit. They, they do go into this kind of, uh, like hymns, written in English, but uh, still, as our regular... Uh, Meditation is recommended that we chant the name of God because God and His name are not different. Everything God is one. So God, His name are not different. God and His former are different. God and His uh, glories. So, especially to chant the name of God has got like what Chaitanya taught. That there are unlimited names of God, and all these names have been in, invested with the uh, uh, full, all the potencies of the Lord. So chanting the name of God is uh, directly. Uh, Meditation. The hymn, like it may be, depending on the writer, depending on so many factors, it may be more God conscious or less. It may even have misconceptions. Uh, some things are very simple. The hymns have their place. We have, uh, here we have, I don't know, this is here, but like a Jara Kitty, I see things. Uh, songs in the more Christian style. Um, it's uh, it has this attractive nature to it. I was thinking that maybe in the West we should do some, some things like that. Talk to Bhakti Thakur said uh, we could use any style of music, but the lyrics should be Krishna conscious, God conscious. So at his time there was a a vaults, B A U L vaults. So they uh, they had a, a style of, of music. Where they would sing amazing uh, mundane songs, but it was very popular. So he had some of his devotees make uh, to those make style of music to make uh, a Christian uh, make God conscious uh, uh, lyrics. But he never said that that should replace chanting the name of God. We should chant. So, like, 
as a as a initiated devotee, we uh resolved to chant uh, sixteen rounds, which is about one thousand seven hundred and twenty eight mantras of Hare Krishna. So those who are not initiated in the chant. Eight rounds or four rounds, but everyone should chant some number of rounds, some number of Hare Krishna mantras. Or I think in other regions they use the rosary or tazli or they use some system where they chant prayers. They chant names. I know they chant names, but at least they chant some prayer. So it's recommending this uh, age of Kali. We can directly communicate, we can directly connect with the Lord through His names. Just like even in India now, you find the rickshaw wallas, the, the fishermen, they all have mobile phones. They call home to the wife, we'll bring home a good catch. So, everybody, it's like you got a mobile phone in India is right cheap. And it costs only uh, uh, two cents a call. Some call local calls are free. So it's uh, well, here in America. I think most people have mobile phones, so you can keep in touch. So with God, you don't need a, a phone. You can just chant His name, and immediately you're in connection. So. If you chant the name of God like Hare Krishna, then Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare, Hare Ram, Hare Ram, Ram Ram, Hare. So, in different languages, there are different glorified uh, names. So, this uh, name is in Sanskrit. Otherwise, all the mantras we chant, they are usually they are preceded by the word Aum. So Aum is the uh, is like the code that what follows is meant for God. You know what I'm saying? Aum and some nonsense. Aum and Aum and all Bhagavate Vasudeva. Aum is to God. I offer my obeisances to Vasudeva. Like that. So according to the uh, our tradition, we follow, we chant the names of God. Now, we also have hymns or songs, but they're not considered the same as the name of God. They're not different, but they're not. So we, we chant some names of God particularly. And that seems to be missing by chanting in the many Christian traditions. I also grew up in a Christian family. I was a, an acolyte. During my teenage years, I was an assistant priest. But I helped the priest give out the waivers and the wine and all that. But there was no chanting of the names of Jesus or Jesus of God. There were some hymns. So, you know, when you chant, it's like you get a much more powerful dose when you chant the name of God. And 
Because I said the hymns are subject to interpretation. So we have the uh, our priest here. I see carrying on his shoulder. Head of the yard. Everyone should take a charnamrita. If you have you should take every day. The charnamrita is uh, high special. Just to get three drops, take it, you wash your hand. Put on your head. Right. Here the charnamrita is a bit thick. So, if you put on your head, make it kind of going. But, that's the system. Uh, someone told me yesterday, uh, a few days ago, because I asked people to tell me, or uh, tell the head priest, I didn't get to talk to the head priest yet, what leaders uh, were on. But someone told me they were going to tell me. Uh, one person said that for 18 years he's been in, in touch with Krishna consciousness, kind of hot and cold. That the Prabhupada uh, disappearance day, he was feeling concerned that he should really become serious about his Krishna consciousness. That night, he had a dream with this Jagannath. He came in his dream and was smiling. And from then on, he had been chanting 16 rounds and he was much more serious. So, like that, there's a deity also giving the, the mercy to a people. So we worship, when we worship, we sing these uh, hymns in Sanskrit. Give Jayo, Jayo Gaurajana. So that's a hymn, but it's in uh, Bengali. So that way we, our liturgy is the same all over the world. Every time we go to the chant, Give Jayo, Jayo. Or uh, if we chant hymns, in one place would be English, another place would be in Spanish. So there's a advantage of having, but we should know what it means. At the same time, maybe who are uh, preaching to the outside people, we can adapt some hymns. I was thinking, because like jingle bells is like, Nothing about God. I was thinking, ringing the bell, ringing the bell, ringing all the while. Chant Hare Krishna and dance with a smile. <laughs> That's exactly him. But. Hare Krishna, any other questions? Do we have cookies or anything you like? Hare Krishna Maharaj. Hare Krishna, who is that? I am Anita. My name is Anita. 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 And thank you very much for the very nice class about chanting. Uh, it certainly helps me a lot. 
I have a question about the transformation of soul from one body to another. I have a question about the transformation of soul from one body to another. I read in Bhagavad Gita that immediately as the body dies, the soul transforms from one body to another body and also a person gets the body that he wants at the time of death and he will be punished for the sinful actions in the hellish planets. So I was wondering the order of the events when these things occur. You want the order? Yeah, like, does the soul directly transform from one body to another body that is appropriate or does it go to hellish planets and then come back? It depends on one's karma also. It's not, not everybody goes to hell. Hell is worth that. Say generally, one goes from one body to the next. So according to their karmas, they get See, oh, they get what they deserve. Maybe they want a human body, but whether they should be rich or poor, or they should be uh, physically uh, challenged or healthy, or all these things are, are decided. Uh, there's some cases given in the uh, Puranas. Like one guy was... Uh, he was a Brahmin, he had a, a very good wife, but he had no children and no money. So he went to Vishisha Muni, and the sister said that the reason you have no money and no kids is because in your previous life you were rich, but you didn't spend any money on your wife or kids. And so therefore you don't have any kids in this world. And no money, because you misuse your money. So then he said, Well, how do I get a good wife? Or how do I get born as a Brahmin? So he said, Ah, three days in, in the month of Vaishak. Vaishak, like Dalmadar, is a holy month. Then you get a hundred times the uh, benefit. So you had a Vaishnava visit your house. And you engage in some uh, Krishna conscious activities. The rest of your life, pretty much like a desert. So there's three days you're Krishna conscious. Because that three days, you got a good wife and you got uh, born as a Brahmin. So he didn't have to go to hell. Because, see, hell is for those people who are. Uh, really not God conscious at all. They got so many karmas. They go first to hell. They pay out their karmas. And then they... How long that 
that they have very quick by our calculation, but it may be very slow for the people there. It's time is a relative thing. So those are people who are like it said, what kind of people go to hell? So they um, they go and then they're again put back into the uh, uh, karma. So their negative karma is uh, paid off. Now, if one uh, suffers in this life, that also pays off our karmas. If they enjoy this life, that uh, they're cashing in a good karma. So, the good karma and the bad karma are in separate accounts. Separate accounts. The one doesn't cancel the other. They go side by side. So when you have another bad karma accumulated, you get a, a free ticket to hell. But if you engage in some devotional service, that is so powerful that it burns out the uh, bad karmas without having to suffer. Or you just have to take a token. So, therefore, I recommend a people chant Hare Krishna engage in a devotional service. In this way, they will uh, gain maximum benefit. They don't have to also see how It says, what if the Arjuna doubt? What if um, I, I, I left the material right ready so to speak and I, 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 I'm mainly concentrating on spiritual life. Of course, he was a householder. He was a, a, a prince. He was a general. He had some material experience, but what if I, I leave the material uh, things by and large and, and I, I concentrate more on my spiritual life so if I don't if I'm not successful in getting back to God yet, neither have I enjoyed materially nor am I a complete success so I'll be lost somewhere in between I was once uh, driving in a car of a son a devotee of uh, what's his name, Osho, the uh, Rajneesh, later version. So he was also saying, I got this background sound music, like you're dangling in stage, you're neither here or there. So, Of course, his uh, situation, his uh, recommendation was more or less uh, materialistic. But Krishna said, someone who does good never gets a bad result. If you don't get back to God yet, it's not that you go to hell or something. You are... Uh, 
I take a, very, a good word to give you the Lord himself, heavenly planet, as an angel, or as a deva or something, or you can be born on this earth in a rich family or a family of yogis. The best birth is a family of yogis. So, to be born in a family of devotees, that's considered the best birth because you can immediately take up where you're left off uh, with your devotional service. So, you don't uh, suffer for that. Rather, any little bit we do for a devotional service is to our eternal benefit. Of course, someone uh, point out that if you uh, take birth in the heavenly planets, they live for uh, hundreds of thousands of years, you may come back to this planet in the darkest period of Kaliuga, when there'll be like all cannibalism and negative situation. I shall most of the devotees pray if I am not qualified to go back to Godhead in this life, may I immediately take birth as a, in a family of devotees so that I can get the shadow, I can continue where I left off in my devotional service. So, for the devotees, this is the, uh, these are the options. But generally, we take birth right away. If, 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 like in Narayana's case, he was liberated at the time of death, such that it was like a flash. Think, he looked down, there was his dead body. And he was having a spiritual body. So, it was all a light and so spiritual bodies are eternal. Once Ravana, he had threatened, now I'll kill you if you don't bow down to me. He said, I don't bow down to anybody what's Vishnu. And you can't kill me because I'm already dead. So then Ravana took his sword, <laughs> cut through. Right through, tried again, and went right through. Nothing. He was a liberated soul. He he didn't have a material body. He had a spiritual body. So, uh, if we uh, are going to get a spiritual body, then. Death is not a painful thing. In fact, we heard about many uh, devotees that are chanting Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, and they left. Suddenly, oh, Prabhupada! And they Sons of Prabhupada, sons of intelligent beings. Somehow they go back. There's no pain in their death. But most people, when they die, said that if they're going to hell, they'll pass stool and they'll go out to the anus. So, you can see the sentence if someone died and they passed a lot of stool and they went out to the anus, 
means that probably they went to hell. Yes. There's no stool in the around to the top. And they go back to the garden. Something in between. That that answer your question. So we have machine oil. If you want to get oil that was used to the Nishinga Deity, uh, this is especially to uh, remove obstacles in your spiritual life. You can come on. I, I use my left hand because my right hand is not fully functional yet. <laughs> 